Hello and welcome to Anfield Extra, the Liverpool Review podcast. I'm Neil Jones and I have with me my new sidekick, Ian Doyle. Hello. Standing in for Andy Kelly, who's off gallivanting across the uh, across the globe, or across the UK uh, at least. Um, Doyle, how are you feeling? I am feeling good. Excited about the new season? No. No, not at all. <laughs> excited about the, the, the forthcoming I'm, I'm, end of the I season? I am excited about the fact that once it begins, it's that near the end. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's what a lovely way to start the podcast. <laughs> um, hopefully in a, in a more upbeat mood is our, our guest our guest today. Um, back for his second helping of always, the Liverpool Review podcast, Chris Bascom. Up, always upbeat to walk back into the echo. Yeah. <laughs> always upbeat to be allowed back into the echo. Indeed, indeed. You're very lucky. <laughs> very, very lucky. Um, but Chris, obviously, from The Telegraph, is, is here to look ahead to the season and look back on some of the events of the last few weeks. Chris, are you in a, a happier mood than, than Doyley about the, uh, about the forthcoming so. season? I think so, yeah. I think um, a bit more upbeat because I'm just glad when the football starts again really I think uh, it's a bit of a grind isn't it you get through this you, you, you try and you know polish these pre-season warm-up games and find some meaning in what is ultimately meaningless games and then uh, yeah there's always a lot of excitement that, you know how is this season going to pan out and I think personally I know that you might not think if you spend much time on social media but <laughs> personally I think there's a lot to uh, look forward to another yeah you, you were over in Germany recently for, mm-hmm. for the uh for the Berlin game and the, and the two Munich games as well. The Audi, Audi Cup, yeah. The Audi Cup, yeah. yeah. I, I was a chance that I was at the training camp in Turkey as well. Yeah, so, so you've had a, had a look at Liverpool close up mm. and obviously got a chance to speak to the manager. He said today that he's in, they're in a good shape. Mm. Uh, obviously, Lallana's injury was was, was a, an unfortunate byproduct of the uh, of the Audi Cup, but do you agree with him that they look in good shape in terms of the players they have got? Yeah, I think when you look at Liverpool's side, everyone seems to be in a state of paranoia about what happens if somebody gets injured which is fair enough because that's what happened last year but in terms of that front four Mane, Salah, Firmino, Coutinho I mean that's going to strike fear into any side if if those players are on the pitch at any any given time and you know I did have the opportunity to see them train and I have to say I did send a lot of texts back to friends and said this team looks hot you know this team <laughs> looks really good you know and it's easy to say though you, you, you look close and you kind of see the touch of these players and the speed of these players but you can see those who are there and those I'm not going to name names but there are a couple who are struggling understandably I think as they're trying to acclimatise maybe but you can see the difference in class and um, I think when, when you saw what they did to Bayern Munich you immediately thought they look, they look ready of course you know this is kind of like in a parallel universe you see this other strand of Liverpool at the moment where everyone's just worried about they haven't signed enough and they, yeah. they're not ready and what if this happens and what if that happens well we'll just have to make the judgments when the actual stuff starts and I think it was I think it was very similar to the start of last year when they go into the Arsenal game yeah. everyone seemed worried yeah. within a few months two months later could they win the league yeah. obviously a lot of the worries came you know were justified by January that the squad depth wasn't there and I think maybe people are just looking ahead too much and thinking the squad depth still isn't there, but I think it'll be enjoyable to watch Liverpool whatever happens. Yeah. So, are you are you in charge of the social media moods? <laughs> people, people seem to share your well, uh, only if it's your, about your viewpoints on only if it's about how much money they're going to spend in the transfer window. That's yes. the only thing I appear to be in charge of at the moment. Mm. Uh, no, I, I agree with Chris. I think there's enough to be enthused about. I mean, the thing about uh, the summer games is that what have we really learnt about Liverpool? And I think we haven't really learnt a lot. We know that they're very good going forward, and I think Salah's going to help that. Yeah. He certainly has shown 
a lot of re- you know the reason why Liverpool spent so much money on him, and I think he's kind of been lost a little bit how well he's done under you know everybody talking about the players that they haven't got. As Chris said, you know like Kater and Van Dijk. Sorry yeah. to mention the names. We're gonna have to mention them at some <laughs> we'll point. We'll have to mention at some yeah. point. Yeah. But Liverpool going forward have looked excellent defensively. I don't think Liverpool have ever been as bad as people have tried to make out, but they're still making one or two silly mistakes. And whether or not that's to do with the way that the Klopp wants them to play the game, you know, it's quite a very attacking team. Yeah. I also think in midfield, I think there's something not quite right in the midfield at the moment, but I think that might be something we could talk about a bit later. Yeah. But, you know, they haven't played a competitive game yet this season. I often wonder whether or not Real Madrid fans are sort of all tweeting each other, going, oh, well, you know, we've got a great side here, but what if Ronaldo gets injured? What if, <laughs> yeah. what if we lose Isco? You know, we've got no backup for Bale. Well, He's always... Now, yeah. OK, it's a bit different because they win every year anyway, but Liverpool are just so desperate to get into the mix again and win the league and it's been so long since they won a trophy but I think there is a hell of a lot of maybe it's just you know, we all spent too much time on Twitter now because we're told to we've got to I, would, I wouldn't if I if I think to myself I think maybe the normal people out there who don't who don't tweet us all the time and don't spend all their lives on it are probably thinking you know what I'm looking forward to seeing this team play I'm yeah. looking forward to yeah. that game it's, it's, that's like for me when I was, this, this was the best week of the year, probably, you know, for me, when, when all the season previews were coming out and you'd buy the 4 4 2 or all the papers and you'd start reading through all the predictions and what have you. That, I used to love that going into the season. Still do, in a way, but less so. It feels like people don't enjoy it until until the transfer window shoots. I think almost. It feels I think, like they, they can't enjoy mm, football. I think mm. it's partly because they're nervous about what's going to happen. Yeah. Because they yeah. can play all these games and beat Bay Munich and whatever. And it's not just Liverpool, it's all fans of all the teams. But until they've played a few games, you kind of get an idea of where the season's going to yeah, go. Yeah. Liverpool lose two of the first three seasons. Most of the fans... Uh, two, three... Two of the first three games, sorry. Most of the fans will go, oh, well, that's it for this season. Yeah, yeah. Irrespective of well, the fact there'll be 35 season, games yeah. to go. Chris was, Chris was there, I think we were in the same um, chat with Jürgen at Burnley after, right. after the second game of the season. Right. And you remember the mood about, among Liverpool fans when they've yeah, been beaten yeah. by Burnley? That's about right, yeah. It was, they've got to sign five or six players, they've got to yeah. buy a whole new midfield, a new left back, they need to do But then this. when you say the mood in Liverpool fans, are they just the ones that are on Twitter? Or the ones that Possibly, go? But I, bet, no, I, I think Arsenal fans are as bad. I do think Arsenal fans are as bad. I think... Um, you know, they are very... I mean, maybe, again, there's a bit of a legacy there, isn't it? Because they've had 10 years of only finishing in the top four, which, of course... You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Liverpool you've won, you've won the FA Cup the last couple of years, and, you know, it's terrible, isn't it? And you kind of... You understand... I kind of have sympathy with Wenger to some extent. And I just think it's like this constant now age we live in where there's always got to be a bit more, hasn't it? I mean, if you'd have said this time last year, set this table, they were going to finish fourth, everyone would have took it. But, of course... By January, it was like they could win the league here, yeah. and now it seems to be the standard of signing and the standard of the squad is being judged against. Well, what are Man City doing, and what are, you know they just spent all this money on hundred million pound and two fullbacks and stuff. But Klopp's already shown he wants to do it a different way. Now, yeah, yeah, they get on board with that, or you know, you got the wrong manager at Liverpool, and he's not going to sign players now just as backup. He's not if he wanted backup players, he could have signed backup players, but. He's moved on to a point where, unless you can get players who are going to go straight in the first team, and then the first team, current first team players, become the backup, he doesn't seem to be interested. And we will make our judgments as and when the games are played, won't we? And, you know, we reserve the right to change our minds because we can. Yeah. But going into the season, if everyone's fit, which we, we you know may not be, but if everyone is fit, um, I think they've got a very strong side who could certainly go close 
to maybe not winning it, but certainly pushing the certainly the top four team again. You know, I mean, it's a good point you made then about the people complaining about Jurgen Klopp because when he came in, that was the entire reason why he came in. The, the yeah. people who were, who were advocating him was that yeah. he does do it a different way, and that, that's what Liverpool needed. Okay, they've got this television money now, and everyone seems to be spending an awful lot, and you know, but Klopp does it the way that he wants to do so, it and he's not yeah. going to change his methods just because he's got a bit of money and people seem to have short memories we were in this situation when we were talking about Sanchez a few years ago and everyone was just going berserk because they couldn't get Sanchez you know and you know we're critical of not getting that I never bought this idea because he wanted London I didn't didn't buy that still don't buy it but what happened afterwards was the mistake the mistake wasn't really getting not getting Sanchez because if he doesn't want to go to Liverpool he doesn't for whatever reason the mistake was what they did afterwards where they seem to go through the directory of available strikers and end up getting Balotelli. <laughs> and when they signed Balotelli, everyone was made up with yeah. it. I mean, it was yeah. like, well, not everybody. People outside yeah. the yeah. yeah, it was like, oh, this is going to be a, you know, and of course, within 10 games, it's yeah. catastrophic. Yeah. It was the, the smallest directory of stri- available yeah. strikers uh, imaginable, wasn't it? It was Lowick well, Remy. Through the yeah, Lowick Remy, <laughs> yeah, Lowick Remy went to Boston for a medical and he failed, didn't he? So, yeah. Um, yeah, do they want Klopp to make the same mistake just to appease some kind of appetite for a new face there's no point going and buying somebody who's just only going to play if Jordan Henderson and Chan and Ronaldo are injured what is the point of that there's just yeah Liverpool have, have fell down that rabbit hole before yeah, haven't you in terms of having what you would deem squad players who aren't good enough to play when they need to play 25 games a season mm. I mean we've seen you could argue that's what Clavan is and he's one of the players who's now being seen as not good enough but he was signed very much as a squad yeah. player yeah. well I think that's you know, the one thing we all agree on is the one area where everyone knows that people need to strengthen is at centre half because you know, Joe Gomez has hardly played. You know, one the one first team game he did play against Wolves, it's pretty forgettable. He's still a young kid, so he's got time on his side, but he doesn't look, you know, as though he's necessarily ready at this moment to step up a little in the Champions League. Um, you know, he had troubles in, in, in the Champions League. But again, the, the first choice pair in Vlogger and and Matip, I think their stats are pretty good, aren't they? I don't think, think they've only got lost one, one game. One game Crystal Palace yeah. So again, again, the problem there is that a lot of them seem to pick up quite a few injuries during the course of a season. It's well documented they want a centre back. Klopp sort of said in Dublin, didn't he? Didn't think there were many good ones out there. People can debate that all they like, but that's how he feels about it. So unless they can get the guy he really wants, not sure it's what, going to happen. What do you think about that? Though? Do you think there are centre backs out there? Because it, it seems like everyone is that goes. Well, you need to go one way. You need to go down the Pulis route, where you have eight centre backs in your team, and you, you you play very very compact, and you you get criticised for it. Or you go down the, the 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 more trendy route of you all want to play and you all want to get on the ball and you want to have your full back bombing on and doing this. And it seems like centre backs are sort of the guys who are just left there trying to hold the door shut. Maybe, else maybe when he said the uh, maybe five other centre backs, I think he probably meant five available. Yeah, that's what he did. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly, yeah. that's what I mean. You know, you yeah. kind of, yeah. you yeah. kind yeah. of yeah. expect yeah. people. Um, you know, people were starting to see, oh, you know, Varane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. He meant, you know, he meant ones you can actually get. Yeah. That's what he meant. You know, I mean, you have to explain everything now, don't you? Know, you well, you do, know. which is, yeah. you know. But in answer to that question, then he's probably right. There are loads. That you look are at the ones who moved this summer. That many. Keane's gone to Everton. You can, you can maybe say. Maybe. Lindelof looked a bit dubious in the uh, in the Super Cup on Tuesday night for United. Yeah, he's only played a couple yeah, of games. Rudiger, who's gone to, to Chelsea, I think he missed a whole of, or nine months of last season with a with a serious knee injury. Mm. Koulibaly from Napoli, who's uh, 
well, they, they want sort of 60, 50, 60 million pounds for someone. I think obviously Klopp see the player he wants. But he still thinks he can Who get could it. Be? I know, yeah. Who could they possibly be? I know, yeah, yeah. I think he probably th- would quite like him. Better be careful because you never know who's listening who might just send this to Lenny. <laughs> <laughs> Let's now, not get into now, that. Now, 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 now. Yes. Now, now. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, obviously, there's a player who isn't playing at the moment for a club in the Premier League and he's a centre back and he's already said that he wants to join a club that's in Europe. Liverpool are a club in Europe. If they're still they probably, interested. If they're still interested, yeah. that is, because obviously they were interested. That they announced that they weren't, but you know, Luke are always interested in signing players that are good. And he's a player that Klopp likes, so I think that's, I think Klopp's basically saying there is that if he, he he'd have Van Dijk, but he's not really fussed about anybody else at the moment. That's yeah. basically it. Are, are we um, are we guilty in the media as much as, as anywhere? We're of, guilty of everything in the media. Okay, yeah, you know that, yeah. Oh, that, that's that then. <laughs> but no, um, of being too strong in our, our ratings of a player. When the manager clearly does rate them in terms of you know we we, we might save Dejan Lovren, we need to upgrade. But the manager seems the manager's picked them every single time he's been available. Same with Milner at left back. People will say oh you need a new left back, but, but he's played them every time he's had the chance to. Jordan Henderson the same, Chan the same. Are we guilty of sort of just saying ah he's, he's wrong? He, he he obviously wants someone better than them when actually maybe he does actually just like these players and think. Think well, good enough. It, it, it wasn't Klopp, and I'm sure, Chris, it was you that said this, that it was the Peter Crouch thing, where mm-hmm. when Liverpool signed Peter Crouch, a load of people, or first linked with him, a load of people oh, were yeah. going, well, what, you know, what's our about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They used to, you know, the scouting department were just like, yeah, he's, he's brilliant for Paco us, he's exactly what, yeah. And he was. Paco Herrera, Paco Herrera told Rafa Benitez, you know, he's ideal, just because he fit the system that they wanted to play at the time, and he, he, he you know, and as you say, people just look at the name, they don't actually see how a manager sees that player fitting with those around them, you know. I think, you know, we've brought this discussed to Everton. I think Everton looks like they've got a lot of players who are quite the same, who people aren't particularly impressed with in the warm-up game. But if you had somebody with a bit of pace, maybe a classic or somebody mm. who would suddenly be transformed yeah. into a playmaker. And, um, yeah, I mean, there's definitely... Yeah, you know, we're just paid to sort of report it as you see it. And, of course, nowadays it's like everyone's only you know that you're only good as the last game literally you are aren't you in this modern age it's like you know somebody's actually absolutely rubbish or a world beater depending on how they played last week Moreno is a good example of this isn't it he has a great game against Bayern Munich and what, suddenly 100% back? three yeah, years 100%. of mediocrity is forgotten he, yeah. yeah I think he might be 100% um, being bigged up yeah well, may, may, maybe but if he has a shocker in the first game against Watford or something yeah. how have you kept this player so yeah you've got to it just comes down to whether you trust the judgments of the manager or not. The longer the manager's here, um, you know, maybe the more questions become asked. There's, I think he had quite a long honeymoon period of Jürgen Klopp. You know, ultimately, he will probably be judged a lot more sternly this season than previous years because Liverpool have moved forward under him, and you've got to keep on moving forward. If you, if you, ever, you take a step back, it becomes a bit of a, or oh, will they keep him or not? That's more, that's football. That's not media. That's just the football industry. They don't keep sacking managers. So uh, when you've set a standard and set a goal, you, you know it's got to be kept. And that's the problem. Klopp, not just Klopp, but Guardiola, Mourinho, Pochettino, Conte, every one of them at the top of the league have got. Do you think um, you led me on quite nicely there to the rest of the top six, if you like? Maybe even Everton, obviously trying to trying to break into that that cartel. Do you think some of them teams? Are having the same kind of problems as Liverpool, maybe not getting players, but the squad or the team looks weaker than it did last season. I think of I think of Chelsea as, as a good example. I don't think 
I don't think they're going into the new season stronger than they finished the last one. I don't think Arsenal are particularly. You can argue the toss over Manchester United whether they whether they will. You can certainly argue the toss over Tottenham whether they've they've gone forward. Do you think there's there's opportunity there for someone like Liverpool to get if they have a start like they did last season, it could be even better than it was October November time. Well, there's an opportunity, but I think going to, to your first part of that question, I think the clubs are having kind of the same problems simply because there's so much money around yeah. and I think teams just don't want to sell players and are mm. under no pressure to and I think in some ways that's good but mm. I don't know why every single season fans seem to think we've got to sign five or six players it never ever used to be like that does that not show you've done something wrong you've done something wrong every year it's not worth exactly. yeah. it for Liverpool that's what they've been doing so often you know they sell one of the bigger players and then replace with five or six I mean that year when they sold Suarez it was a terrible summer yeah but having said that, you know, a lot of those players who came in who didn't really perform under Rodgers, I think, I think I read something that, you know, it's entirely possible that Klopp will start with only maybe two of his own signings on. Is that right? You know, Salah, Matip, maybe. Uh, Mane, perhaps. Mane, okay, yeah, yeah three, yeah. three, maybe. Oh, you know, but Firmino was already there, you mm, know, yeah. Henderson, Milner. They're all being kind of transformed a little bit. These were players who were all written off, really, before Klopp took over. and yeah, I, I, and you know, look at Spurs. I don't think Spurs did Spurs actually sign anybody last summer, and yet they bought, got they bought one yard and they wasted a bit of money on. on yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. You know, yeah. The one guy they did sign yeah. Yeah. didn't really, they didn't do anything anyway. So there's something to be said about continuity. And Klopp said that enough times for people to know the situation where he says he's got the base of the team in already. He wants continuity. They all understand his methods. They all know how to play. He just wants top class additions. He doesn't want people who've got to learn on the job again you know so uh, yeah I think, I think I don't think United look particularly stronger personally I think that they're going to have I we, think we Lukaku, know, I think we know going to make a big difference he's going to make a big yeah. difference but we know the issues they're going to have with mm. him when he starts playing up front on his own yeah. you know? and they had, a, they had a free scoring striker last season yeah. who didn't you know, move yeah, yeah. yeah you know yeah. In, in Ibrahimovic Lukaku obviously a younger version of him but he's not yeah. necessarily going to transform their City, output City clearly looks stronger but they're still going to give you the chance to score against them. It's just the nature yeah. of it, you know. And you know, I was speaking to somebody out there about the new goalkeeper, who sounds to me more of the same. Sounds like he's great with his feet, but might be a bit suspicious yeah. when they go to uh, well, West Bromwich Albion. Well, Kyle Walker's not the um, not the defensive no. solidity that you'd expect. Is he? At least he can run. So that's going to be an advance yeah. on their other fullbacks. Yeah. Right. Chris, you've you've obviously. Is it, I don't want to. I don't want to out your age. Yeah. Oh, okay. But is it is it twenty one again? Is it twenty one years been covering Liverpool now, or is it about around then? Ninety. Yeah, it is twenty years. Twenty yeah. years. Yeah. Um, so you've seen different owners at Liverpool, obviously, mm. Danny Hughes, from from obviously from David Morse to mm. to the other two, and now the current. Do you yeah. think the way um, the way Liverpool fans view the club is a reflection on the failings of the past? Are they are they sort of are they are they blinded by what, what's happened in the past that they, they're, they're terrified of it happening again I just think that football fans generally don't like men in suits do they you know what I mean it's almost the word spat out isn't it he's a, he's a suit you know? American men in suits yeah exactly and he's an American man I mean, a lot of what's said of it's just nonsense you know I have to say there's a lot, a lot of rubbish is spouted you know we're all PR front aren't we for the there's always a natural mistrust anyway in the full I suppose a hold of any kind of cap up the stent surprise uh, you know um, you put it all together and every time you know a player isn't signed it's because they don't want to buy the player which isn't true anytime a player's 
link would move they really want to sell so they can pocket the money well that isn't true you're only talking the balance sheet they haven't pocketed any money from what we can see unless there's some hidden accounts somewhere which i don't think there are um they don't really want to win well i think they do want to win i think it's pretty obvious they want to win um i just think that okay oh i mean you know i'm not gonna say that the greatest owners liverpool have, i don't think that they're by no means the worst owners liverpool have had they're doing an okay job they could do better they're trying to do things a bit differently i think one of some of some of the appointments they've made in the summer we all know who they are are being very good because it gives you a sense that they're trying to get a link with the supporters um so i'm quite ambivalent if, if they're going to do it i'm quite ambivalent i wouldn't yeah. like say oh they've done so much for these fantastic i think the new main stand was excellent that they did that because it was a promise they made and it's a promise they kept do you think they've been um, undervalued or and that in the sense that they did? I think I think that you know where you would definitely you know write a feature saying how well they've done is when you compare what they took over to where the club is now. There's no question the club was in a mess. It was virtually bankrupt. You know, this idea of a new stadium just seemed like a pipe dream. We'd gone through this ugly. It wasn't a civil. I don't know what you call it. A civil war was one side against another. It was four sides. Isn't it? <laughs> a world war. So. Don't you know, these that. things do get easily forgotten, but then at the same time, why should you give them a pat on the back for just, you know, steadying the shit you want more? Because it's Liverpool and all that, and, you know, they, there's just profit in it for themselves in that, you know, their own profile is being raised, you know. You know, you, you, you give people jobs and you give them the Liverpool blaze and they suddenly become these, like, you know, empowered <laughs> figures, don't they? You, um, you know, assume superiority. Um but yeah, I think when you see all these accounts, you know, FSG, oh, FSG, it's nonsense, it's rubbish, you know. The, 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 the team experience we've had, they seem like decent fellas who've made a lot of money, who want to invest in Liverpool, and probably want to make a bit more money, and they are trying to get Liverpool to, to compete at the highest level. And they're on, you know, I don't think it's been as quick as they would have liked, but at the moment, under Klopp, I think he's progressing at the rate you would have expected to be in the Champions League now. After you know going into his second full season, I think it's I don't know whether it's exceeding expectations, certainly meeting very high expectations, and uh, they've got to keep it going forward and stay in the Champions League year upon year, and try and win the title. That's that's what it's all about. Now, if they win the title, will there be a big banner? It's all down to FSG. No, they won't because yeah. you never give the corporate crowd the credit or, yeah. or otherwise you just jump on them when things aren't going well because yeah. they're easy targets. So, so um led on to that the Champions League there <coughs> do you think it's almost it's it's not even realised yet how important these two games against Hoffenheim are for, for Liverpool in terms of they have to get through that we've, we've had Christian obviously <laughs> written a piece saying it's, it's the toughest draw they could have got I'm not I don't agree not 100% with yeah, whether yeah. I agree with it or not but it's it's certainly a massive game isn't it a massive tie for Liverpool if they if they, if they don't come through that as, as unthinkable as it sounds it's it, it, it knocks so much of the, the good work of the last 18 months. It's a massive game, but I don't think defeat is unthinkable. You know, I, I think, you know, it'd be better if they won. Like, yeah. And I, I think just getting into the Champions League Hot group... I think just getting into the... I think we've spoken about this before. Just getting into the Champions League group stage isn't enough for yeah. Liverpool. Look at what Leicester did last year. Got to the quarterfinals. Liverpool need to be getting through to the knockout stages at the very least. And I think with the players that they've got, they'll be expecting to do that. I think it'll be... One of those games to be very nervy, you know. I, I reckon if they if they do get through, it won't be like two three nil on aggregate. It'll be literally, you know, you look yeah, at the yeah. look at the history of the the playoffs. I mean, 
if the, Toulouse is the only one where they kind of walked it. Everything else yeah. was a scrape through even when they were playing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's gonna, and that's when Liverpool were a team who were challenging for the title and were getting to Champions League finals. And this is a Liverpool team that isn't quite at that level yet, and they are drawn against a team who, reportedly, were led to believe are are very good, very strong, and have got a, a good manager. But so Liverpool, so yeah. you know what? Why shouldn't they get through? Yeah. What's didn't really answer your question though, did I? No, mm. not really. No, but <laughs> I'm used to it. <laughs> the politicians answer. In answer your question then, what was the question again? Sorry? The question was, is, is it almost not yet dawned on people just how important that game is? I think you're probably, you're probably right, but I think it's partly because they're Watford, trying, they're trying not to yeah. think about it. I think once Watford's out the way, you'll probably yeah, see I that. I mean, basically, the whole of last season will become a write-off if they lose that game. Won't yeah. it? I mean, all of last season was about finishing the top four, changing the team, and the. Uh, FA Cup was because it was about to get in the top four. So if you kind of don't get in the Champions League, what was it all for last yeah. season? You know, it was a great. You know, it just becomes a building block last season, doesn't it? Rather than anything tangible yeah. to show for it. Last season, to me, isn't finished yet until you get through that group game. Yeah, uh, sorry, get into the group stage because yeah. you're not in the Champions League until you win that cup. Mm. And it's a tough draw, but it's a tough draw for Hoffenheim than it is for mm. Liverpool. Only two teams have not failed from England to get through the playoffs. One of them, Newcastle. Newcastle and Everton, I think. Oh yes, the only two yes. Who, who haven't haven't done it. So hopefully Liverpool will get through it. What about Watford then? What about, what about definitely not Saturday? The well, yeah. no, no. Well, that as a start of the season, what are we what are we expecting from that? A new manager, new signing today. By the looks of it, a big money guy who Liverpool are quite familiar with from from last season, Andre Gray. Um, is it? Is it your glass half full or your glass half empty? Is it the banana skin or is it a, quite a quite a nice away game to start with? Well, it's never nice going to Watford. <laughs> yeah. in, 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 in terms of playing, in terms of playing the football, Kelly will tell you that. yeah, in terms of playing the football, but it's, it's a strange one really because I don't think anyone knows what to expect. If I think it'll be very similar to the whole and Burnley games last year, won't it? Mm. You know yeah. exactly how they'll set up, and last year it was that whole away game was shocking. Wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, they got Niasa scored, didn't he? <laughs> it was just like Liverpool having all the ball, and then they just wellied it upfield and outran the Liverpool defence and got a goal. And Liverpool had nothing. But I think, I think I'm right in saying Mane wasn't around then, was he? No, Mane he was still out. Was yeah. he still? Is he still out? Yeah, did he play? Yeah. Yeah. Did he didn't play against yeah. Burnley either, did he? He was injured. Yeah. Isn't that right? So yeah. So, so, yeah. Against yeah. Burnley, yeah. So and of course, you know, there's the salad elements, and you know, we'll see what happens if Coutinho is available, but. Um, you would hope that one of the things they've been working on studiously over the last six weeks is what to do against sides who put ten men behind the ball. I was going to say, did you not see any uh, any buses on the training ground in no, Germany? No, I should have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Did the Atletico Madrid games that a bit instructive in that it respect? It was, yeah, but they didn't really have the main ammunition, yeah. did they, on the pitch? But it's uh, probably still better than what Watford have got. Well, yeah, I mean, it would have been probably in a funny way when they. I know it was great what they did against Bayern, but Bayern played in a way that I don't think anyone's going to play against Liverpool. Mm. It might have actually been better to play that Letico in that first game of pretty full strength Atletico in Liverpool. Might have given yeah. us a bit more into an insight into how they're going to deal with that tactical issue. And I think Hoffenheim, I was just reading little bits that Hoffenheim might need to set up that way as well, aren't they? Yeah. Which doesn't actually worry me that much because it always makes me think, well, you just concede and control the game. And Liverpool should have enough, especially at the start of a season, to just find a way through eventually because they've got so much quality. But yeah. um, I, I have a feeling about Hoffenheim that Liverpool might get a sizable portion of the job done away. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, 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 and you know, I think Liverpool almost... People say oh, it's, it's, it's better to have the second leg at Anfield because you've got that, that advantage, but yeah. I think it's almost... Liverpool's advantage is the first leg because they yeah. can go and they I can go. It it's definitely an I advantage. Agree with that, yeah. Both, you know, the first leg, the way the, the way the legs are definitely an advantage because even if worst case scenario they were to be two 0 down, you would bat, you you would you wouldn't fancy often. You know, you could you could imagine another of those Anfield nights. Yeah, yeah. You know, in a way, if you were to get like a one 0 away win, that couldn't be more dangerous because everyone goes to Anfield. It's not really. Oh God, this is. I think that happened a couple of times under Rafa, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. Uh, they won away and then lost Gra- their own. Gra- 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 and Sofian, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because there was just flack. Everyone thought it was job was done. Um, yeah. But getting you know, at the same time, you'd rather not have a lot on riding on it in yeah. one match, wouldn't you? So. No, indeed. Um, I think Liverpool are set up then in that team. I mean, you touch on it there, Coutinho fitness mm-hmm. uh, dependence. Lallana's out. Sturridge has uh, not been training mm. as well. Do we do we think it'll be an um, what you call a, a compact midfield? Well, or, I think that more we saw at the end of last season what he probably was planning on doing against those sides this year, which was Coutinho becomes one of the deeper three, which is quite an open way of playing. But I suppose if you have Henderson and Chan, there, there is that protection. Whether he'll be able to do that now, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Um, he might be a bit more cautious and just play Coutinho further forward and bring Wijnaldum in or somebody like that. Milner into midfield, possibly. Milner, yeah. Are you having yeah. Milner in midfield? I don't mind him. Why he says he's one of those players. I think he, he's, he's a good player. People seem to have a downer on him. I don't know why. I think he had a good season last year and, you know, he, he gives us it all. You know, when, when a player's... I mean, you know, let's be honest, there's been some pretty limited Liverpool players over the years who've had a very, very good reputation. And James Milner is far better than them, and people don't seem to seem to be quite ambivalent about him. Maybe if he, no, I don't, I'm not going to get into all that. Sound like a UKIPper, but maybe, <laughs> maybe if he wasn't from like you know, Leeds and he was from yeah. Spain or Brazil, they'd be like, oh, what a great lad he is, you know. Um, but I think there's no wrong with James Milner. There's no wrong with you. It's wonderful. I was going to say, is that's one of those, isn't it? That, you, you sometimes you do have to bow to people with greater knowledge that everyone who's played with James Milner or managed them just tells you he's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the stuff he's, that he's won. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not a big stato really, but you don't have to look at the, the running stats last season and the year before. I think he was way above most people. So yeah. he gives us, you know, you, sometimes you get the old like, when they have a bad performance and oh, they're not even trying. Well, you're never going to say that about him, are you? You know. Yeah. He always try. He gives everything. He doesn't. Cause any problems? He's a professional. Don't be so sensible. Why <laughs> isn't he? You know, and he's not boring either. You know, he's he's actually when he does interviews, he's he's pretty good, isn't he? So yeah, so there should be a bit more of a, a James Milner fan club on yeah, you know these good. negative Twitterers. Get go on, start that one. Hashtag Milner. You know, Milner in, <laughs> Milner in. Yeah. Well, that, that that leads me on. Milner yeah. in at left back or or, or Robertson. No, I, I, or think could, I think he'd probably be the best left back to start the season while Robertson adjusts. Not Moreno, no. Nope. Um, <laughs> what could go wrong with Alberto Moreno on the yeah, first day of the sorry, season? Sorry, I mean, yeah. he's going to have to do a lot more to forgive that Seville game. I'm sorry, you know, one pre-season game against Bayern Munich does not, you know, that well. In that <laughs> Europa League final, he's going to have to work hell of a harder to make anyone forgive him for that. <laughs> anyone. Not, um, as long as you've got over it, that's the main yeah, thing. Well, yeah, well, there you yeah. go. So, no, I wouldn't trust him yet. Yeah. And I think Robertson's going to be a good player, but he needs to... Um, Need to adapt a bit longer. What about the other the other full back position then? 
Trent, I don't think it's Trent going to be Trent, isn't it? Yeah, it's Trent because Klein's definitely not playing. No, not I don't, I don't, no not Flanagan. Although he was he was decent in the second half against Athletic Bilbao. I think that was his, on last Saturday, I think that was his best performance of, of the summer. But it's, it's going to have to be Trent. Do you want to talk with, with Trent? I think it seems to be more like Trent B. Gomez, I think. But um, game on Saturday, game on Tuesday. So he's going to have to be ready yeah. for this. Yeah. He's going to have to be ready for both so he's games. 18 years well, old. I was going to say 18, though. You'd think... In terms of his actual physicality, that won't be an issue. The and also, stuff might be the problem. And, and local lads, maybe adrenaline. You know, an Anfield mm. Champions League qualifier. Uh, sorry, a, a champ, just a Champions League qualifier. in Germany, isn't it? Sorry, could just get you through in terms of this is my chance. You never know. Klein could could make an appearance for the second. That like, he maybe maybe he was ruled out quite early the Watford game. Maybe with Hoffenheim in mind, mm. with the idea that we'll 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 keep him on the back burner for that. Yeah. Um, what what about then? Hopes for the season, or not hopes, but thoughts. Where you think Liverpool will will be in the season? Do you think? Do you think the model was last season that Liverpool basically just needs to sustain that start a month or two longer? Because if they had it done, they probably would have been second at least, maybe even challenging it. If they'd have got through January, mm. not even not even that well. If they'd have just got through it a bit less bad, <laughs> they probably would have still been in the, yeah. in the hunt. I think. Well, I mean, yeah, I, th- I think they'll f- finish. I see no reason to think why they won't finish top four again. You know, you throw the caveat again in if they don't have serious injury issues. Now, you know, put, put that down to bad luck. If it starts happening again, you know, that Raymond the egg market <laughs> will start getting more people going, <laughs> oh, hang on, maybe he's onto something here. Um, you know, obviously it doesn't start well with Lalana getting injured and Coutinho's back and obviously Daniel Sturridge, but, you know, he. he before you start saying this is a trend, you know, Daniel's obviously had a lot of injury problems and I think Lallana's had quite a few issues with his thigh as well. Mm. So, um, if everyone was fit for the season, I think they will finish top four again. Um, I think if they were able to add a couple more players, perhaps then you'd be saying, okay, could they actually win it this year? Um, I don't think even then I would predict that they would because it's just, you know, you have to see how everyone plays. You just have to see how, how City look and how Chelsea look, how United look. I'm sure United are going to be better. You know, and let's not forget, nobody ever speaks about Spurs, but they've just been getting yeah. better they've year been the on year. they the best team in the Premier League of the last yeah. two seasons. And all, all I, I kind of I always think it's it's better to judge these things on points. You know, what did they get in the end? 76, 76. was it? No, it's 86. Liverpool got 76. Yeah, yeah. 76 yeah. points, which only just got fourth. So you're setting the bar. I mean, I think if they could get, they, they really need to be looking at 80 points. You're getting 80 points. You're in a championship race up until spring, at least, are you? I'd certainly think that would be progress if they were to get 80 points this season. You know. what, what about what about the cups then, earlier in terms of the? As as Chris said, really, they they got rid of one quite early last season with the FA Cup. They got to the semi-finals the other one and just happened to run into the uh, the red and white wall of Southampton and Virgil Van Dijk in in the semi-final. Champions League. What? How will Liverpool juggle the cups this season? Can Can they afford to do what they did last season? Well, with the League Cup last season, they just played the second choice anyway, and so yeah. that's not going to be any difference. And I think the FA Cup's that far down the line. They may not be even be in the Champions League by then. Yeah. So well, I think it won't be around when the Champions League. Well, no, it won't. Actually, that's a good point. But I think in terms of the the hopes for the season, I think a lot's going to depend on the next couple of weeks and whether they sign anybody else. For me, 
I mean, we've mentioned a few times that Liverpool's recruitment last year, last summer, was good, but there wasn't enough of it. Yeah. And there wasn't any in January. Yeah. So. Or August. Know, didn't, didn't buy a player in August, didn't no, All so, the recruitment was done by the end of July. Well, exactly, yeah. So, I mean, I, I think there's still one or two players. I think we know the names of some of them at least, too. I, mean, I, 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 I remember writing, I don't know when it was, after you kept on signing seven or eight players for 110 million quid, that it would have made far more sense if they just signed two players for 60 million quid over four windows you know over two years and then you would have half a new team of top draw players yeah. and that's a bit of a more patient approach you know now you know last year Mane and who else did he sign last year they're two first team players this year Salah um, he's the only one who really you'd say is definite first team player maybe Robertson will become that we've not really mentioned Solanke Solanke just gets not mentioned A because Liverpool didn't really want us to mention them because they don't want to pay that much money for them <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah you know two again because there's this kind of because he didn't cost money it's almost like he doesn't count well Matty when, didn't cost money did he yeah I know again so it's sort of there's a bit of a snobbery thing and yeah everyone's watching and watching playing oh hang on a minute you give this lot a chance he buries it you know is he better than Origi well, if he is better than Origi, and we'll, we'll see when the real games start, that's another option nobody's talking about. So when you're making the changes in the cup, again, if there's not injury is- issues, the second team doesn't look so bad. Yeah. You know, it doesn't, does it? Would come on incredibly well. Yeah. You know, Kent looks a good player, whether he'll go on loan or not. Yeah. Well, so. you look at the, the potential for the bench at Watford, and you could have, say, Milner could be on the bench. You could have... One of Chan or Wijnaldum would probably be on the bench. You could have Sturridge, you could have Rigi, Solanke, uh, and then the young players you mentioned there, uh, Joe Goncarius is the sub-goalkeeper. Okay, he had his troubles last season, but by reputation, he's probably one of the better sub-goalkeepers in the Premier League. Danny Ward's a third-choice goalkeeper. You know, Nathaniel Klein's not in the squad. Adam Lallana's not in the squad. Hand it over now, basically. Well, no, but it's, it's not. It's stronger than it... Sure. There's, no excuse. Yeah. There's no excuse for Liverpool well, finding themselves at this time of the year. Should be, it should be strong because it's the start of the season. Yeah. As, as Chris has said, it's when you get to January, yeah. February. It's like, hang on, where is everybody? Yeah. It's whether they, because the way the, the style they play, which is so you know, dynamic, you know, and it was said at the time when Klopp arrived, can you really play this way in English football? And he was, he's adamant that you can as long as you manage periods of the game and take your foot off the pedal. And the Question has been: Is this a side that's capable of taking this yeah. foot off the pedal? Mm. Is, is that the midfielder he's after? Then is that is that the someone who just goes right? Let's just put the arm sure on the end. Um, Kite it is. I think Kite is actually just more of the same dynamic, you know. But he's box to box, isn't he? And you know, there's a lot of people saying he would, he'd be like Kante, but I don't think he is. I think he's more, yeah, more number tough, eight kind of player. So um, yeah, but I think it's what he just wants to like to probably. It's Chan and Henderson, isn't it? To sort of, that's what Alonso was so good at, wasn't he? Just mm. kind of okay. Let's have a period of ten minutes where basically nothing happens. Yeah. We're having a bit of a rest. We're two nil up. Uh, too often Liverpool get you know themselves two or three up, and then it'll be like okay, the other team then suddenly gets invited on, and then they cause yeah. problems, and everyone's just carrying on. Just keep on going, but you can't sustain that. that. That's the Arsenal game, the yeah. first game of last season. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you can't that. sustain that pace. Certainly not over a full season, and that's. That's a question mark. Tactically, for them. expending energy, yeah. that unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Just, just finally, with Sean Henderson, a big season for him. We seem to say, we seem to say every season about every player, big season. But he's missed what you'd call a season of the last two across the, across the two campaigns. He's had persistent injuries. He's looked good pre-season. What I've seen of him, mm-hmm. 
how important is he into Liverpool's Liverpool's chances? He's got the armband on for a kick. I've got to say, well, I think he's he's going to be important. I mean, I've seen some you know some fans on Twitter speculating over what the starting lineup will be against yeah. Watford, and a lot of them haven't got him in the team. Yeah. Well, that's I mean that's the wrong, aren't they? Though? Well, yeah, they are wrong. <laughs> let's, let's, let's yeah, be they are wrong. Cause he's fit now. He, yeah. He's had you know he's played all summer. He's played the games. You can see that he's he's fine. I think he will be important because you know, as Chris has said, it's it's going to be about this midfield. I mean, I've seen some games. That they've played some friendlies where it's looked like there hasn't been a midfield yeah. and it's just gone from one end to the other. And I know it's not just that, there was a little bit like that in the, the Real Madrid Man United game last night. Certainly the first half, it just seemed there was no midfield at all. Yeah. That's just the way football's going yeah. to, to a certain degree. But you do need a bit of control, you need somebody who's going to put the foot on the ball. And I can't see anyone other than, as Chris has said, maybe Emre Chan, but then that might be because. It, it's, that suits his game. He yeah. brings the game to his pace rather than the other way around. Henderson certainly seems to circulate the ball quicker, doesn't he? He moves out to the wings quicker. Yeah, but the than thing about his game else. last year, I thought the two best games at Stanford in my heart were the Stanford Bridge early on, and then there was the last game actually in the Premier League was against Tottenham, Tottenham. and I thought yeah. that was his best yeah. game for Liverpool. Never yeah. mind the season. Yeah. And it's almost like people talk about you know, this now. It's like this Kante figure. Everyone's like, oh, he was that for Liverpool last yeah. year. Because, the, you know, Klopp, again, it just totally reinvented him and thought, well, you've got so much energy, you can get around the pitch so much, you're the one who can see the danger and get there and stop it. And that's when yeah. he became Liverpool, he was the shield in front of the back four. So, again, I don't, I, we'll have to get Jed, the uh, stat man, to... <laughs> Jed look at, Yeah, when, when, when Lovren, Matty and Henderson are on the pitch together in that triangle, what was Liverpool's results like? I'd be interested to... You know, maybe I'll do that for the weekend. Don't yeah. know, but uh, <laughs> comment, comment, comment below. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me ideas, Because <laughs> you know, you just said again this time, Liverpool can't go into these big games against Arsenal, Chelsea with Jordan Henderson as you hold them midfield, and yet they never, they never lost one of those bigger games. So that's how important he is. And uh, yeah, he'd be definitely in the team. I'd have thought. Yeah. So just, just finally, then we'll, we'll, we'll end on a prediction so we can all look stupid this time yeah. next week. Um, Liverpool win and start, get off to a win and start at Watford. Do you think? I'd say so, yeah. Doyle, I'm there. Um, oh. I genuinely don't know. Yeah. If you'd have taken win against Hoffenheim and draw against Watford, I think they'd take that. Yeah. Again, they'd probably take the other way around as well. But I think winning, they can't get beat. They cannot get beat. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Exactly. They can't, they can't, they can't, they can't, I think they, they will just absolutely beat. fly out again. First half an hour, out. You know. They're not ahead after 30 minutes, maybe they'll start getting frustrated and things like that, but I just think they're going to fly out the track, and I think it'll be the game will be pretty clear how it's going to be, they're just going to defend Watford, invite Liverpool on, which it, it can work for, you know, we see, we've seen how it works, but I also think it's it's dangerous for Watford because, you know, if they were to concede first early, what do you do then, and then if Liverpool get a chance to counter-attack, yeah. it could be... Yeah, I think there will be a game. I want one prediction I will make. I think there will be a game at some point this year, if everyone is fit, and Salah and Mane and all them, where they will absolutely destroy somebody. Yeah. Absolutely destroy them. Scalp someone. You know, we, we call 4 0 at half time. We, we, call it, we call it on this podcast the Christian Walsh 8 0 against yeah, Sunday prediction. Yeah, as he yeah, wants, as he wants. Yeah, beginning yeah. of the end of I wouldn't, was, yeah, I wouldn't was, yeah. you know, name a specific <laughs> game, but I just think the way it's going to be so dangerous for any side playing Liverpool. Conceding first. I've yeah. got a score prediction. I think Liverpool will win 3 1. 3 1. Wow, you've been talked into it. Yeah, I've been talked into it. And, and yeah. then finally, who, who wins the Premier League then this season? Uh, Man City or Man United. Yeah. One of those two. 
Well, I'll go, I'll go for City just because if he doesn't win it, I don't really know what the point of him is, really. <laughs> <laughs> Assuming Guardiola there. Yeah, yeah, well, again, you know. Oh, you mean Eddie just at City, not just well, generally. Well, you know, 50, 50 million pounds, 100 million pounds, two full backs. Sorry, you yeah. know. Yeah, uh, I, I think City will win it too. That's my that's my prediction. But then again, I said that very he should win it, shouldn't he? Now, but I mean, season. I don't think anyone. If anyone tries, I mean, he's, he's he's the great savior of f- football by winning the league with two fullbacks that cost fifty million each. I'm not buying it. <laughs> there you go. There, there, there you have it. Well, uh, thanks very much, Chris, for your time. Thanks for, for joining us today. No Hopefully, you uh, you you made up for some of Doyle's early negativity. Uh-huh. Even had him, really even had him I'm just saying we we talked him right around. We'll, we'll, we'll be getting sent this back to us. <laughs> what did you say? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But uh, yeah, hopefully catch up with you again during the season as well. Um, Thanks for listening. Hopefully you enjoy the first week of the season and concentrate on the football, not the transfers, because it's uh, it's what it's all about. Thanks for listening. Cheers.